0: Hi, everyone. This is Krista Brown. Welcome to the Choice to Be Happy podcast. I'm so excited today because today we are joined by Lydia Blanchard. Welcome, Lydia. Hi, Krista. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. We're really excited to have you. Um, so, today we're going to be talking to Lydia about life, family, travel, and her blog, My Adventure Gang. So Lydia you talk a lot about how in your family even as a young child you traveled regularly. What was that like?
1: I am super lucky that my parents uh, Dedicated a big part of their life to taking me and my sisters around the world Uh, My dad traveled all the time for business which meant that he wasn't home But it also meant that he had a lot of frequent flyer miles So we use those to go on super interesting family vacations. Um, One of our kind of travel origin stories uh, that my parents talked a lot about was um, when we were little, I think I was nine and my sisters were six and three. We went to Disney World i think at christmas and then the following spring break we went to antigua guatemala and this is in the early 90s so like well before kayak <laughs> and Tripadvisor. um and we on the flight back my mom asked us which trip we enjoyed more and my sisters and i were hard pressed to pick and leaned towards the trip to Guatemala where we got to climb temples and learn about weaving um, and really experience another culture and from that point forward my parents said all right we can take these kids anywhere and we'll have a good time and learn a lot Um, so I'm really lucky that we got to spend that quality time as a family and learning about different places around the world
0: so lydia how did your blog my adventure gang come about
1: so we went as a family to alaska with my husband's family when my toddler benton was about 15 months old and i posted a lot of pictures on social media on my personal account for from that trip and when i got back about four different people asked me if they could share, if I could share my itinerary and all the places that we stayed and where we went and did we do a cruise, did we do a car and all the details. And I kind of figured that if four people in my network were interested in that information, it might make sense to just put it out there on the world wide web <laughs> and uh, that other families might be interested in the same information too.
0: So you grew up in New York, which I think is really cool and you dreamed of being a photographer for national geographic as a kid which i think is really cool and um now in your adult life you're taking photos with your own family your own kids um were there any detours in between dreams when you think about like your childhood life and then now to doing your blog um
1: i do feel like I've come a little bit full circle from that childhood dream, even though I will never be a talented enough photographer to take <laughs> pictures for national geographic. Um, that, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's uh it is kind of cool to be living out a little bit of this childhood dream in traveling and taking pictures and sharing them. Um, I loved photography as a kid and probably even through high school was really invested in photography. And I don't know. I feel like I either got cynical or knew that I wasn't going to make it as a photographer. So why even try, (laughs) but, uh, or got distracted with the rest of, you know, adult life. Um, and fortunately now smartphones have really great cameras. And even though I have a, um, a digital camera that I sh- should be learning how to re or relearning how to use again instead of just my smartphone I take more pictures on my smartphone um, and I feel like there was a big detour in travel in my life too in that kind of wanting to be a serious working adult and then starting a business uh, travel just wasn't prior- a priority and I definitely put uh, running a small business over travel or even vacation or any time off uh, uh probably until my son was about 10 months old we took our first real uh trip or family vacation and the business survived and i survived and everyone survived and we had a great time it was like it was kind of like a reawakening to the joys of traveling where I realized that we really had to make it a priority for our family and that it was something that I really loved doing.
0: So I think for a lot of people on the outside, you figured it out, you know what I mean? Like you had this idea, you've, you found a way to make it fit into your life. So when it comes to other families with children who also wanna travel, how, how would you suggest people even get started? Like how do they, you make, how does somebody make traveling a priority in their life?
1: I think if you are curious about the world and you want to get out there and you want to have vacation and travel with your family you figure out a way to make it a priority I think that um, there's there's certainly we could talk about ways to save money or save vacation days or maybe take smaller trips lumping one extra vacation day off of a three a three day weekend um, but I think for for us, it was really just taking the plunge back into traveling. Um, my husband was, has traveled some and did a study abroad in college and was also curious about seeing the world. Um, I think when you're traveling with toddlers, babies or toddlers, small children, um, keeping in mind that It is a different experience to travel with children than it would be to travel on your own. And even though it is vacation, you're still bringing your kids along with you. And a toddler is going to toddler, whether they're at home or in a museum or on an airplane (laughs) or in another country. Um, And kind of setting your expectations a little bit differently. I think that setting the expectations appropriately about what the trip is going to be with a child Uh, will set you up for success Uh, knowing that you're gonna have to plan around nap times and make some adjustments to schedules and both yours and theirs i think that thinking about factoring your children into your trip will make it better as well doing things that you know that they would like to do um seeing things or pointing things out that you know that they'd like to see i have a toddler who is obsessed with all things that have sirens Mm. so wherever we go the first thing that we look for is wease cars you know police cars (laughs) and ambulances and fire trucks and dump trucks and he's always pointing out pigeons and always looking for puddles or bodies of water that he can throw rocks into so this kid is now throwing rocks into <laughs> streams and canals and glacial lagoons and waterfalls and rivers in all different countries uh, because that's something that he enjoys no matter where we are. Uh, so I think that trying to to think about what your kids enjoy too helps make it a more comfortable trip but you don't have to start with some big international fabulous getaway um you know even just getting outside or going for a long weekend someplace that you've never been before taking a little road trip you can start small
0: i love that i think even as single adults i think we get this idea that it has to be some solo trip to like italy or I'm going to go backpacking through Europe. And I think those ideas, at least for me, are so lofty. And so mm. So I think maybe the baby steps of like, it's a day trip. Then it's a weekend trip. And then it's this massive like overseas getaway really helps. And I I even sometimes get excited about taking a walk like down the street. That's how much I just like being outside.
1: <laughs> no, I'm with you. And I think it's all about... Sparking curiosity. I think that that's one of the things that Craig and I want to instill in our children is this level of curiosity about their world and engagement with things around them. And, you know, kindness. And i that's, I think, one of the benefits of traveling and like meeting other people and seeing how people live all over the world and that we're all, you know, kind of in this mess together and you can have all these crazy different experiences and, um, you know, kind of still, still be here together as equals. And hopefully as we continue to travel, that's some of the stuff that our kids will pick up. But even if we're not, you know, like you said, going overseas and spending like two months finding ourselves in Tuscany, you know, that that we can instill those values into our kids that, um, that everyone has something to bring to the table and understanding someone else's life experiences through visiting their place and through talking with them and through being open-minded and through being curious and being engaged, um, and and hopefully having an appreciation of nature by like going for a quick walk Mm. outside um, you know, if we can, if we can instill some of those values into our kids, we're doing our job. Mm. I just think even the
0: way you speak now about fostering like curiosity and discovery. And um, I heard this quote one time by Elizabeth Gilbert and she was saying something like a lot of us get caught up in talking about what we're passionate about, what our goals are. And she said, people should try to replace that language with what are you curious about? What are you passionate Mm. about? So when I think about when I envision you and your family traveling, I think the way that you're open to them exploring or throwing rocks or exploring sirens, like that's something that I think a lot of people would be really uptight about. Like, don't do that. Don't throw that rock. We're not going to go see ambulances. And I think you're really instilling a sense of, of play and freedom. And I, I, I also see that I would say on your, on your blog itself and on Instagram, I think you're really open with your journey, being a mom, being a wife. And I'm curious if that's been kind of like an easy task. Like, do you feel super comfortable? Like, this is my truth, take it or leave it. Or is it (laughs) any, uh, is there any sense of conflict or, um, fear frankly yeah
1: yeah I think all of the above (laughs) um you know social media is such a weird place where I think sometimes even saying this is my truth is still curated in a way that's scary or that like oh I'm trying to be honest but like am I being honest for the sake of quote-unquote authenticity so that people will connect with that and like double tap, <laughs> like double tap an image. Um, no, but I do try to be straightforward and as open as possible while still, like I want people to get to know me and my family and not just have some like perfectly curated picture uh, partly because it's that's nearly impossible with a toddler and a baby at this point, um, but that this is my this is my real life. Although it is a little snippet of the real, it's a glimpse into the real life, to my real life. Mm. Um, I do want to be as open as I can be, given the nature of the platform. I like that. I think even on something like even on
0: social media and Instagram, I feel like people can tell when it's genuine and when it's been so curated that it's like that photo would never happen. You're probably standing on five books and mm-hmm. you were balancing on one leg and it, it doesn't make sense. And I think your blog it comes off really beautiful. Like the images Thank are you. so beautiful. Yeah, like beautiful, but also honest. Like it looks like she's really found a wonderful way to show her life through images and words like it's it's peaceful like instagram to me sometimes can be really therapeutic just like what do you call it thumbing sliding
1: scrolling scrolling yes (laughs) really good thank you i don't think i'm like clever enough to have a too perfectly curated a feed uh, yeah or i don't have the patience i know a lot of people use apps to like pre-plan out their feed i'm like mm-hmm. i don't know what i'd want to say or post <laughs> or like i don't have enough pictures or i don't have even the time or wherewithal to kind of plan that out in advance mm-hmm.
0: and look at the result i mean that's really cool
1: yeah you're getting me i know <laughs>
0: So we're here talking about how beautiful it looks and everything. And I'm wondering, would people be surprised at all about what goes into it, really?
1: So it's definitely a hobby for me. And I think a hobby can be as passive or as involved as you would like it to be. I think that when I first started, um, I put almost no extra effort into figuring out WordPress as a platform or what I'd need to do to make this a more viable kind of side hustle instead of just some random place to throw a couple thoughts Mm -hmm. and pictures. Um, And I am really curious about how to make it a side hustle. So right now I'm spending a lot more time and energy thinking about this as a side hustle and looking into seo and how to make my blog posts more google friendly Mm -hmm. um and i'm researching all of these things that you can that you can do to be really involved with something like family travel blogging that doesn't mean I actually follow through with all those things, (laughs) but I'm at least researching them. And uh, I'm not posting all the time or writing all the time or editing all the time. Um, I have had a little downtime recently, given that I had a child four months ago. Yay! Um, So I did spend some time, you know, editing photos from past trips and working on some draft blog posts. And trying to clean up that backlog a little bit, which is still seems to get bigger by the day. I'm like, oh, I should write this post. Oh, I should write this post. (laughs) And I enter the title and it's saved as a draft Mm -hmm. and I haven't looked at it in many weeks. Um, But uh, I'm trying to be conscientious about this as a hobby. And um, right now it's not something that comes natural to me at all. Uh, I think that my writing has gotten a little bit better and a little bit quicker, even over the, I don't even know how many blog posts I have up <laughs> a dozen blog posts that I've put up. Yeah. Um, but it's something that I'm consciously trying to be better at. Um, I rely a hundred percent on spell check Yes. <laughs> and I have my husband proofread every blog post at least once uh-huh. because, I am clumsy with words too sometimes where I don't even realize that I've my sentence is completely unreadable um which is why it's good to have an editor
0: yes I love a good run-on I'm just gonna say that I love a good run-on
1: I definitely throw them in there sometimes but part of that is that it is important to me for the blog to to be my voice and there are definitely times where I'm writing a post, the way I would tell someone about my vacation, mm. or the way I would tell someone about about an experience, and uh, hopefully that comes off as my personality instead of just really poor writing skills.
0: Oh yes, <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was an Instagram post, and it was you, and you were showing your stomach and showing Wyatt, and it was like two weeks postpartum, squishy belly, squishy baby, and I was like, that's something you would say, and it's something, I don't know, the way you put words together, it's like something. You wouldn't have seen before thanks so the tagline for your blog is treat every day like an
1: adventure what does that mean lydia it's kind of like how we were talking before that you don't need to spend two months in southern italy in order to have fun that you can find fun in the every day find adventure in the everyday and i think that that's one of the things that i've learned from having a toddler is that everything can be awesome Mm. and you really don't have to try that hard i think that um it's one of the joys of parenting that i probably wasn't expecting particularly from toddlers where you know everything that i heard about toddlers was they're basically terrible Mm. (laughs) um and i have loved being a toddler parent because my toddler is so into everything like everything can be a dragon cave everything can be a sword everything could be a car everything could be something magical and mysterious and wonderful and um You know, I hope that he doesn't lose this kind of wonder with the world. You know, the other day we woke up really early and as we were walking downstairs, I looked out our hall window and the moon was this like bright crescent moon and there were a couple stars. And I'm like, oh, my goodness benton look outside what do you see he's like oh the moon it's beautiful (laughs) and he had this like chest um grasping moment of just wonder staring at the moon and i almost cried because i can't believe the sense of adventure and wonderment that this kid has with everything Mm. so i am trying to look at every day has an opportunity for adventure you know whether we're traveling abroad for alone for 25 days Mm -hmm. or we're playing in our backyard or it's too miserable to go outside and we have a cardboard box in our living room that is a secret hideout Mm. you know if we can treat every day like an adventure we're we're doing okay
0: I love that and I I feel like that's kind of where the name for our podcast came from too, is kind of choosing happy, whether that's in moments or it's in days or weeks, but really finding those times to, to find joy. So when you think about choice to be happy, what what does that mean to you?
1: I think that so much of life is determined by your perspective and what you plan to get out of something and how you're going to look at life. Um, And I know that for myself, like, particularly given uh, the last couple of months of mostly just holding a newborn, there were a lot of days where I felt like I wasn't doing anything or it was just so exhausting or so tiring. And those moments where I took a step back and said, you know, I have this wonderful opportunity to sit still and not do anything and just hold a baby Mm. um it was almost instantaneous like the change in my perspective and how I could feel that in my shoulders Mm. and my heart and my outlook on any given day um your perspective shapes your experience of that day so I regularly forget what i'm saying right now i regularly forget that i have the opportunity to change my perspective and experience things differently um so i try i try to take a step back Mm. and remember that i have an opportunity to live a a different life (laughs) you know that i can restart my day at any moment Mm. uh, with a different perspective um and choose to be happy Thank you so much just for joining us,
0: for sharing your story. I think a lot of people out there will be inspired by the simplicity of finding the moments and how that can be, that's a victory too. I think those count. Um, so for anyone out there who wants to
1: find out more about you, more about your blog, where can we find you? We are My Adventure Gang on pretty much everything. <laughs> so it's at My Adventure Gang on Instagram, and it's myadventuregang.com is our blog, and also My Adventure Gang on Facebook.
0: It's been a thrill. Thank you so much. Thank
1: you so much for having me.
0: Okay, everyone. Well, that wraps our episode of the Choice to Be Happy podcast. If you are out there and you want to learn more about us, email us at choice to be happy podcast at gmail.com. That's the number two, the letter B. We're on Facebook, Instagram, find us and connect until next time.